Hey, Peter. Hey. What's new? Man, what's old is new again. We know that. Are you practicing new things? Yes. Let's talk about them today. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Daily music advice coming at you. Emphasis on daily. Emphasis on daily. We are back to five days a week. And this is, I think, our third week back to five. I mean, we're so back to it's like it's the new thing. We've had some people say, like, I won't, I'll believe it when I see it. Like, I'll believe it after like a month of it. Well, we've only had like two people say that. We don't want to call them out by name. You know who you are. You know who you are. But but I hope you're feeling more confident in our daily skills. Skills at this point. Well, but I have received actually a few emails, several emails of people saying like, so glad you guys are back to five days. So when we went from five to three, nobody said anything. No. And we thought, oh, people just don't care. No, they were sad. Now that we've gotten back to five, I've heard from so many of you. Thank you for reaching out and saying, glad you guys are back to five. Yeah. And look, thank you guys for listening. It means so much to us. we're, We're glad to go back to the five because folks are listening and they want to listen every day. We, we didn't want to flood the market with our knowledge, but apparently that's what the market wants. So we're all good. We are all good. And today we're sponsored by Open Studio. Uh, hey, I have a new course on Open Studio. Yes. And this is an exciting one because it is not just for pianists. You are known as the master of what we call colloquial Lee around here. Is that a, is that correct? Yeah. That doesn't sound you. Look, no, I think it's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It was wrong. But um, informally known as the piano mini courses. Yeah. And they're not mini in terms of amount of knowledge, but they're focused and they're shorter than our full-blown courses. And I like they're to call on them one subject. Yeah, I like to call them surgical, right? Because I get in there with a scalpel and I just get I get out exactly right. what we need to get out. Yeah, so if you want to do a course via video where Adam is getting in there with a scalpel nope. with you, nope. you've come to the right place. Don't let me anywhere near you with a knife, I'll tell you <laughs> No, that but they've right been now. things like, you know, how to, you know, lead sheet basics. Right. Uh, left hand chords, left hand, like yeah. so much stuff like that. Solo yeah. piano. But um, this one is for Beyond Pianists. So folks might be surprised because they might think, oh, Adam in another piano course. No, thank you. But au contraire, even if you're not a pianist, this is bebop. <laughs> bebop enclosures. Enclosures for beginners. For beginners. <laughs> I was about to say basics. I'm like, it's not. We have toyed you checked with out it. this course yet? I, I have not checked it out, but I've heard good things about it. Yeah, no, no, of course this, I've checked it out. Yeah, this is for... I was just trying to remember the name. We got a lot going on. I know. Here. There's a lot of names <laughs> coming around. Uh, no, this is called Bebop Enclosures for Beginners. It is for beginners to bebop. It's not for total beginners of music, but it's for all instruments. And really, I just break down, I think, the two things that will get you started with the bebop sound. Broken seventh chords and enclosures. Like that whole thing is broken seventh chords and enclosures. So it's very much a toolbox kind of course, would you say? For sure. Yeah. Uh, and you, what's cool about it is we have a we have a workbook that has all of the exercises and etudes and tunes in twelve keys, and it's all got a practice session base. So I'm literally telling you what and how to practice. We're setting the tempo with the metronome. I'm telling you how to phrase things. So it really takes the guesswork out. So if you really want to kind of have your hand held through uh, some bebop that everybody really plays, check it out. Uh, bebop enclosures for beginners. We'll actually we'll put a link here in the description for it. And uh, yeah, thanks everybody. Got a lot of good feedback on it already. Yeah, so. absolutely. So it's been a, it's been a been a beautiful thing. I think that the guided practice uh, session based courses like this one are great for, especially for folks that feel like they have a little bit of more focused time right now and want to get, you know, from A to Z in bebop. Well, from A to B, really, from oh. these specific. I don't want to oversell it, but yeah, I don't want to yeah, undersell yeah. it. No, but no. you want to go from a definitive point to a definitive point. Absolutely. And you're willing to put the time in. Absolutely. So. 
Speaking of practicing, yes. Today we're talking about practicing. We're talking about the best new practice techniques that we are doing, as, as in, in you and me, as in Peter and Adam. Yeah, where are we right. practicing? Because here's the thing, everybody. Like we get asked all the time, how do we make a practice routine? What do yes. I practice? Whatever. We're what always common questions. We're always tweaking it. We always, you yes. know, we get bored with things. We have to mix it up. Yep. Right. Everybody does. This is a lifelong pursuit. There's no finish line, as like as we like to say. And so you got to switch it up. Well, when you way. die, that's. There is a finish line there. Sorry, I don't want to get morbid, but... Wow, you really... Uh, so, I mean, well, you said there's no finish line. The ultimate trying, end there. No, we're trying to be, you know, the the accurate here. But no, you're, you're right. Like, the, the attitude of always be learning, I used to have a hashtag for that, ABL, ABL is important ABL. because that applies not just to learning about bebop, learning solos, learning tunes, yes, but it's also learning new ways and keeping practice fresh. Like, if your practice routine is starting to get stale... Learn some new techniques, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, buy some new bread. That's right. Get stale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get a new sourdough starter. So number one, this is a really good one, how to use stress and rest to be a better player. Yes. That's really, this. I, I don't think people understand the stress and rest scenario. Why don't you break it down? Well, and you know what? I, to tell you the truth, I've done this and been the benefactor when I've paid attention to this, but I never really... Uh, consciously thought about this till recently. Is this one of your running techniques that you're now applying to your piano practice? Well, this sounds like a running technique. A little bit. Yeah, not, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, But it's more like, you know, some stuff that we were talking about the other day in terms of looking back at different periods of practice that I felt I really was making some strides and really felt very productive in my practice and trying to figure out what that was and and i think that it was not as much based upon like oh i'm in that flow state constantly it was more like i'd go into it for a certain period of time and it was not the whole practice period actually it was surprising so it was like if i had four hours to practice i didn't feel like i might have felt like maybe 90 minutes of that i was really killing it maybe two hours and the other period i was getting things done but there was like that, it's almost like you warm up to a certain point and then you're just like in that zone and you're getting so much done. And so I think that when you do that and you're in that flow state of practice, there is a certain amount of stress, not physical stress like with running or something, although it could be, but um, more mental stress. And not in a bad way. I shouldn't say maybe stress isn't the right word, but it's kind of like stretch. You know, right. like you're really at the edge of what you're you pushing can do. yourself. You're pushing yourself yeah. or whatever. But then you need some rest after that so that you can come back and hit that same kind of stress totally. and stretching this. And so being a little bit more thoughtful, I've been trying to be a little more thoughtful when I go into practice and sort of delineate between those things, whether it's a, on technique, which I find it very um, simple to kind of apply this to, but it could be compositionally. Yeah. It could be a lot of different things. And so just sort of paying attention to that, you're either, you know, stressing yourself or you're resting yourself mentally, musically at different times. And you want to find that balance and be cognizant of it so that when you go in there, you can really take advantage of it. I love it, man. Yeah. Uh, number two, this is one that I've been doing a lot in the last two months or so. Mm. And this is to randomize my practice with flashcards. Ooh, so me likey. Oh, it's really great, man. So what I have on my piano, on the music stand on the piano now, is a set of three flashcards. And one pile is just 12 keys, mm. right? Literally just 12 keys. The other pile is about four tunes, right? And I might do forms too. Like I might say rhythm changes or something. But I like I have inner urge and a minor blues and, you know, four tunes, not too many. And then the third pile is 
one of about five to seven concepts that I'm working on. So it could be my magic voicing system that I really want to get in all keys. Maybe it's bebop enclosures, right? Maybe it's pentatonics. Maybe it's my uh, my George Garzone chromatic, uh, <laughs> triadic ch- chromatic enclosure. Uh, yeah. I almost said enclosure. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Whatever concept I want, yeah. and I literally just randomize it. Because here's what happens, and I, I don't know if this happens to everybody else, but this happens to me. I tend to spend more time going back to the things that I already am comfortable with, that I'm yeah. already knowing. Even if I'm trying to push myself, yep. right? I might just... I don't really feel like doing anything. I'll just do it in B flat today. Well, you know what? There's a concept for that. Yeah. There's an actual scientific concept. You know what that's called? What? Human nature. Human nature. Exactly. <laughs> so this kind of takes it out. And it actually, it's really, really fun. Like you can just spend 30 minutes and say like, all right, I'm going to hit, you know, three different cycles, right? I'll spend 10 minutes on each, or maybe I'll hit uh, six different cycles. I'll spend five minutes on each. And I'll just kind of, once I feel like I'm, I'm I'm happy with where I'm at. I switch. So I might have a D rhythm changes and I work on pentatonics up, right? Yep. And that's what I'm working on for five minutes. And then I, I do a different set of flashcards. Oh, now I have, uh, and you shuffle them, right? So now I have A flat minor blues and I'm working on enclosures or I'm working on left hand soloing. You know, yep. It really forces you to commit to what you're going to work on. So yep. at the beginning of the week, you simply write out what are the concepts I want to work on this week? Uh, left hand soloing, stride piano, and then I have my keys that's already laid out and what are the tunes I want to do? Uh, inner urge, minor blues, regular blues, and, and rhythm changes. That's Bam, great. Well, you know what? I love that I, and this is kind of a new idea. I'm going to try that. I want to definitely try that. Um, ABL always be learning, always be learning. Uh, even from your friends um, is that it, it's a kind of a combination of two things that I like actually the sort of stressing yourself because and stretching yourself because as you say our, our human nature is to go to the things that we know that we're comfortable with that feel good that sound good yeah which is that which is gonna be more the rest as opposed to the stretch or stress but it combines that with um, almost like a time blocking type of situation mm. where you're saying, okay, this is these are the things I want to get accomplished this week. There's always more things that might come up or whatever, but you're committing to these things. And then with the randomization of the flashcards, even almost like having a friend kind of be like, oh, make sure you do that. And not only that, you're not going to get to do it at the time you necessarily want to or where it's convenient because it's mood, never convenient i'm in the mood to play a d rhythm changes right now <laughs> right. yeah maybe you're never in that mood right? right so this kind of forces your hand and you can actually you can tweak it too to be more or less focused like, yeah if you, you can tweak it like a meth head if you, you want tweak man. like a method no you could add like if you want to say like okay well maybe i want to spend more time in d flat and d and a flat than i do in c and f and b flat take your c and f and b flat cards out of your pile Mm. And add some extra keys that you want to spend more time in. It's going to randomly bring them up. You so know? you you would be raising the stress ratio to the rest yeah. ratio. I like totally, that. Totally. Di- dial it in where you want it. Dial awesome. It All right, number three. This is our best new practice techniques we're doing. Mm. Um, the, okay, this is what I call Uber purposeful practice. What an Uber on this? Well, list. you know, Uber is like it's. It used to be you get in the car. Who wants to get in a stranger's car? That's, right that's got to be a business that's hurting right now. The Uber, right? <laughs> You know what? Surprisingly, I mean, they're doing okay. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, who knows? I mean, they had a trillion dollars, so they had a hit us bit up of, Uber they, drivers. They, they, they had a little bit of runway, but um, so this is really where you say it's very outcome based. So the purpose of your practice is very much like I want to get to Z. 
from uh, the, we talked about the A to Z or whatever. Yeah. And so as a opposed reverse to reverse engineering, a little reverse engineering. So this can can fall, you know, at various places in the spectrum from stress to rest. But the idea is that that you're going to say, I'm definitely going to get this this one thing accomplished. Now, you can't do this all the time because it kind of goes. It's a little bit anti-creative sometimes. And it's yeah. al- it's also a little bit can be demoralizing so you have to pick your battles totally with this. i totally know what you're talking about yeah but i mean it's like the opposite of like let me just see what i can feel and do this it's just like i really need to get this very specific thing accomplished and these are probably good things that go in your flashcards, i would think yeah very much so you know totally but sometimes these are things like when you get uber purposeful like and you reverse engineer and say okay i want to be able to play um donnelly in d major that's like it. that might be something. So yeah. you'd have to break that into steps still. It's not like, okay, let me do that. It's like, what are the flashcards that would come up yeah. to gotta what do I have to do? left hand voicings together. I got to get the yeah. fingering for the Donnelly, you need fingering. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. yeah. So fingering, yeah. And different instruments could be different things. But you're saying, okay, this is specifically. And I think just from a kind of uh, keeping from getting discouraged, uh, this is an important part to have in your practice. And I find during this time when a lot of people are having trouble focusing and even knowing what day of the week it is and like, what do I practice? I'm overwhelmed. If you have one part of your practice each day that's uber purposeful, I, I think it can really energize all of your practice, even the creative stuff, the technical stuff, all the the different areas. I love it, man. Yeah. Our final uh, new practice technique that we are doing <laughs> uh, is uber-focused practice. And this is great because this is really planning your day around a time where you can get the most out of your practice time. I mean, if you are maybe uh, have a lot of free time and you don't have kids or a job or a lot of responsibilities, you might be looking like, yeah, that's all my time. Adam, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, right. But if you have uh, a lot of a lot of things going on, like we both do, sometimes a quiet 15 minutes can be better than a hectic or uh, notification heavy hour. Right. You know what I mean? Where you're being pulled away and then you got a meeting coming up and you got to prepare for that and then your kids are like, Dad, I got a Zoom meeting for my <laughs> class and you're like, what's the meeting ID number? <laughs> I got to practice my Donnelly and D. <laughs> That's yeah. right. No, but Get your priorities straight, kid. <laughs> finding that time in that place with no distractions and where you're not multitasking but you really shut it all down except for the focus practices is crucial. Yeah, and I mean, this has been kind of new for me uh, at least to really concentrate on it because I've had the time and, and opportunity. Yeah, it has been busy, but without all the travel, I'm realizing like, oh, wait, maybe I can not just, I can get out of that thing of like, oh, let me just grab some time to practice whenever. Yeah. And like, let me be a little bit more purposeful about the time of day and like thinking about the kind of practice I want to do and when I'm sort of best optimized to what I am to do at that different, at that time. If it's a time that I can do it with no distractions, because I can get, I mean, I think especially as you get more advanced and kind of know more like your purpose of practicing, you know, going back to the last one, um, you can get a lot done. You should be able to, as you learn more about this. Sometimes I'm like, man, I should be able to get more, way more done than I do. So I'm really trying to be like, okay, what is the state? Sing, single-minded focus, not multitasking, the right time of day for me. I mean, you can take this to the extreme and be like, yeah, I have to have the right color highlighted behind me and all this. You know, very, don't go over. It's very important, it. though. Yeah, it is important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's our four big yeah. new practice. And it's an exciting time because we've been talking about, I think, together, not only on the podcast, but just as we converse about stuff and with members and questions about practice more than ever, which is exciting because everybody's practicing. I know. Now is definitely a time to focus on growing 
so that when this is all over, we're ready to go. We're ready to go. Bam. Uh, and you know what I just thought of too? Uh, we start, kind of started talking about the new Bebop course, the Bebop Enclosure. Yeah. If you want to do that, we'll we'll put a link here with the launch discount that we're still running. We should really? do that. Yeah, for our You'll Hear Listeners. Okay. okay. It's like 30 it. bucks. 30 bucks? Yeah, Andrew's going to put that in there for you guys. So wow. if you, you want to check out that course, the, the link will uh, save you 30 bucks. What's on the um, Bebop Enclosure? Oh, so go to the link that's in the description. Yeah, you just click on that link and it'll take that $30 off for Dang. you. So Dang. go do it. Yeah, yeah. You're going to personally give them that $30 or is it? Well, you're the CEO, so okay, cool. I, Let's split it. Okay, 20, 2010. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's it's what we're doing now for launch. So uh, that's it's awesome. a new course. We'll give you, and you know, you'll hear listeners are always like, "Those are our people." Yeah, absolutely. We're happy to do it. Cool. All right, everybody. Till tomorrow, you'll hear it. Mm-hmm.